Welcome back to episode 24 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen a series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler-free where I give my overall opinion on a series and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into Nizakoi. Season 1 was released in 2014 by Studio Shaft. It has 20 episodes, and from what I can tell, there is no dub version. As for how I discovered the series, I saw it on a YouTube compilation series of fun romance anime to watch, so I added it to the queue. The story follows Raku Ichijo, a high school student studying hard to go to college and become a productive member of society. Something holding him back is he is the heir to the Yakuza family, and while he appreciates everyone in his family, and the gang, he has no interest in crime or violence. Unfortunately, Raku is pulled into gang affairs as he is given the burden of faking a relationship with a rival gang boss's daughter, Chitoge Kirasaki, in order to preserve peace between the warring sides. There is only one issue, Raku and Chitoge cannot stand one another. While faking this relationship to persuade everyone to remain civil, Raku is still in search of his true childhood love with only a locket as a memory of her. During my first watch through of this series, I did not remember Raku being such a stud. He is a handsome man when the artists are drawing him correctly. Raku is a good person, we see him go out of his way to help many people during this season. He is an amazing cook, he has a large kitchen to prepare food for the gang, and it will also open opportunities for him later in the season. As for his fake relationship, Raku and Chidoge are terrible liars. No one is convinced of their fake relationship, damn near the entire friend group discovers the truth only a few episodes in. On the other side of this fake relationship, we have Chidoge, and she's just an ass. Raku, after having such a bad first meeting with her, still tries to do his duty of helping her settle into the school, giving her his Japanese notes, and she still rejects that kindness. Chidoge has some social issues, making friends is difficult due to her upbringing. Raku can relate to this, so even if they don't get along, he helps her to break the ice with the other students in the class, showing once again what a stand-up guy he is. There is also an entire episode dedicated to teaching Chidoge how to properly apologize and give thanks after Raku saved her from drowning. Leg cramps aside, Chidoge is very athletic, we see she's very proficient in gymnastics and swimming, and she does all this with a case of knock knees, just look at her legs when she walks. Chidoge is aggressive, but it has its upsides and leads to actually a really fun moment. If you listened to my review last week of My First Girlfriend as a Gal, I mentioned I'd be speaking on groups of losers, creepily trying to get girls to have a good time with them, randomly hitting on them in the streets. Once again, how does anyone think that would actually work? But these punks do not realize how lucky they were. Raku not only saved them from Chidoge, but an army of professional hitters. And I really enjoyed the relationship when Chidoge and Raku come together. Like, she took his side and helped him escape from the women's bath when he went in there accidentally. Chidoge actually finding his gorilla doll birthday gift amusing was another nice moment, and her birthday dress was fire. The highlight of the relationship was the lack of communication and understanding in general, but particularly during the festival when Chidoge believes Raku is proposing to her and she kinda goes along with it. And then we have the other woman, Onidera. She has a very timid demeanor, she is Raku's crush and she has feelings for him as well. Her family runs a pastry and sweet shop, which Raku using his love for cooking helps Odin. This gets him closer to Onidera, and it's one of the moments in the show I really enjoyed for building up those two characters' connection. I feel bad for Onidera, she's stuck seeing the guy she likes being overly lovey-dovey with another woman, even though they're forced to do it and fake it. Like when Chidoge gets all on Raku at the park in order to trick the gangsters. 
Onadera also has a key that could potentially match Raku's locket, but we have 20 episodes, so of course she just remains petrified of telling him, which I just don't understand. She wants to know if the key and the pendant go together, so does he, why not just freaking try it instead of beating around the bush? As for her appearance, I despise the longer strands of hair on one side of her face. It instantly killed any chance of her being an option for Raku. I wanted to cut that hair and even it out every time I saw her on screen. Onadera's voice actress was also the voice of Ichika from the quintessential quintuplets which was reviewed a few weeks back. I love the approach she took to Onadera with her slight stutters and freakout moments when it came to talking about Raku. As for Onadera and Raku as a couple, come on it's just not in the cards for y'all. Every time she tried to confess, something went wrong. A baseball broke through a window interrupting it. Then when he's supposed to support her during swimming, it ends up with him having to save Chidoge instead. They're paired up for the test of courage and he bails on her to go on a mad dash through the forest for Chidoge. Their secret place confession was ruined with a phone call. They couldn't do the play together. He literally falls asleep while talking to her on that little pier. And I have to call this out. Your crush says that she's fairly certain she's the one you've been looking for and you don't test the key right there. It just gets swept under the rug like bite me. These two are just clearly not meant to be. I mean, Chidoge and Raku tried her key immediately. Raku and Onodera's highlight was him working at her family shop and her mother was a savage embarrassing her suggesting that she marries Raku. But of course they blew this golden opportunity to have some fun in Onodera's room during the storm. And I found it really sweet that they could both point each other out in the backgrounds of the yearbook photos. Next we have Sugumi who was a transfer student who I called right away as being a girl even though the class all assumed she was a boy. Sugumi is a trained assassin under Claude to be Chitoge's protector. And I found it really funny that Claude raised her since she was a young child and has yet to discover that she's a girl. Now has everyone in this show made a promise 10 years ago like Sugumi promised to train, become strong, and stand by Chitoge? Sugumi has an odd overprotective love for Chidoge, causing problems for Raku as her fake boyfriend. During their duel, Raku keeps the tradition alive of main characters being able to dodge any attack, including various gunfire and explosions. But after winning the duel, Raku should get a part-time job as a lifeguard with the amount of people he saves from drowning in this series. As for a relationship, thankfully not too much went into it, but Sugumi develops some admiration for Raku, mostly because he's the first boy to ever compliment her. I'm happy this wasn't fully invested in, as how many girls are you going to have be in love with this guy? And speaking of girls being in love with Raku, our next character is Mari. She is by far the most open with her feelings for Raku. I mean at this point how many childhood female friends does Raku have that he does not remember? Another great question is why do they all have a key to something? Only one can open the pendant, so what are the other two keys for? Mari was promised to be Raku's fiance after his father had one too many drinks and pretty much pawned him off to her family. Raku has to play nice with her because her father's the police commissioner. Raku's father being a gangster kind of causes some issues for him, but his dad just stays screwing him over. Mari is just like Nene from last week's review of My First Girlfriend as a Gal. She completely changed herself to appeal to a boy. From growing out her hair to changing her speech patterns, she did a lot just to appeal to Raku. All for him to not even remember her. Mari was introduced too late into the season for me. I did not really care for her story or her as a character. Maybe if she was in a couple episodes early, I might have felt different. The main Nizakoi love triangle reminded me of to love Rue's dynamic. The main character is forced into a relationship with one girl while he has a crush on another. But the two girls eventually become friends. Sugumi almost reminded me of Ren as a childhood friend who clings to the main female. 
training hard to win their affection. As for the animation and art style in this series, they were really fun. The show would constantly switch it up. Like when it began to rain after Raku tells Chidoge to no longer help him search for his locket. As well as quick changes in the background as characters are just walking having a conversation. Each episode had scenes where you could tell time was taken to make certain things look unique. From the colors to the extra effects, little details like confetti being showered out randomly when Chidoge was arguing with Raku. These quirky visuals made this series really stand out. We also had a beach day and a festival, so it's a certified romance anime. Now, I don't like unrealistic situations, so how could Raku, Chidoge, and Onodera all forget they were childhood friends? Yet Sugumi and Mari didn't. Also, what are the chances your high school crush and new transfer student both have keys that could possibly open the locket you've held onto for so long? The entire premise of this series is Raku and Chidoge have to date to keep the gangs from feuding, but both of their fathers are bosses. If they say, hey, we're cool and calling a truce or ceasefire, whatever you want to call it, the lower grunts need to fall in line. If they don't, take them out. You're bosses. You're gangsters, for goodness sake. And if I was Chidoge's father, I know Claude is a wild one. I'd be like, hey man, you keep going for the Yakuza after I said stop. I'll have your trainee Sugumi put one in the back of your head herself to show loyalty to the family. Alright, now let's get into some nitpicks. When I first saw Raku swinging his locket on his finger, my first thought was, well, that is an easy way to snap the chain. But if I'm being honest, anytime I have a lanyard or an ID card that has a string on it, I'm always swinging it around too, so I can't judge him for it. The next is in one scene, Chidoge and Raku are taking care of the school garden. She is using a watering can on some flowers while Raku standing right next to her is doing the same thing but with a hose. They're doing the exact same thing right next to each other and really overwatering those plants. And the third nitpick is the boys school uniforms are fire in this series but the girls get stuck with these really weird orange ties that go down past their skirt and are clipped in by a metal clasp. What is the point of that? The next nitpick is no one is bothered by Sugumi bringing an arsenal to school every day. She pulls her gun out in front of the faculty all the time. Next is Raku should not have been able to hear the girl's full conversation when he was underwater and how could he hold his breath for that amount of time. Another nitpick is in the opening Raku jumps down a flight of nearly 30 stairs. Even if you were late why would you jump off stairs like that? And the final nitpick is the sandcastle they make during the beach episode is sculpted like a masterpiece. When would they have time to do that in so much detail? Alright now we have best girl waifu and harem. Best girl for me is Chidoge. I enjoyed her and Raku as a couple the best overall. When he actually sees her as a girl and when they're stuck in the storehouse, I think he kind of realizes that she is feminine and beautiful, but her abrasive personality overshadows it a lot of the time. But you have to look at the other side as well. She rocks the hell out of a bathing suit. But for me, she's not a waifu and no character from this series would be in my harem. Alright, now we get into final thoughts. Going back over season 1 of Nizakoi, I did not remember it being 20 episodes. It could have easily been 12. Though the season does drag at some points, I enjoyed Nizako and would recommend you watch it for the creativity and the visuals alone. I will say the end of the story left off with many questions that will hopefully be answered in season 2. Alright, that's going to be it for this week's review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.